New Year's Eve. I read this morning that people were already in the city, kind of through the little rainy thing, finding and you know their their places to watch the fireworks this evening. I mean, come on, Australia does put on, Sydney does put on a pretty good <laughs> fireworks show. I, I would just think that here we are today, the last day of the year, and just a few hours into a brand new year, that with me also you could look back at this year with gratitude, with gratitude, and with the testimony that God has been faithful. The prophet said, great is thy faithfulness, great is thy faithfulness. We sing that song, morning by morning, new mercies I see. No matter where we have you know, traveled in the last 12 months, I can look back with gratitude and I can say, as I have been saying all my Christian life, which is over 50 years now, great is your faithfulness, Lord. Great is your faithfulness. But also in a few hours, wake up to a brand new day and not only filled with gratitude, but hope. Filled with hope for a new year. And whatever's in front of us this year and the Lord walking with us and taking us through and I want to start this morning with this fabulous scripture from Isaiah chapter 60 and verse 1. And this scripture says, Arise, shine, arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Now we know that this scripture goes on to talk about how the people around us may, may be in darkness. They may be in uh, confusion. They may be in situations where they are not seeing right or seeing well, but not you and not me. Arise. Shine. You know, in the uh, Hebrew, the word arise, it means to get up, stir up. It means to stand up and lift up. Arise. And the word shine, according to the Strong's Concordance, um, of Hebrew words, this word uh, shine means to, at the break of day, start a fire. First thing in the morning, light a fire. Arise, shine. And these are words, these are instructions for you and I. These are like the, the, the command of the Lord. It's like the voice of the Lord. If our ear would hear, in, in the morning, we're going to get up to a new day. We're going to get up to a new year. Arise, the Lord says. Stand up, stir up, arise, get up, lift up, shine, light a fire at the beginning of the day. And in Isaiah chapter 50 and verse 4, we read this. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. So how do we start a new year? Well, the way to start a new year is by learning how to start a new day every day. If we can learn how to start a new day, rise and shine every day, if we can learn how to wake up in the morning and light the fire, kindle the fire, just like they would in the old days, they'd get up and they'd light the fire. And if we can learn to do that in our soul every day, well, that's the best way to know how to live a new year. And so I want to share a topic that uh, is familiar to us as a church because it's such a massive part of my own personal life. 
And as someone who has been a born-again Christian since 1962, of all the things that I've ever learned as a Christ follower, learning how to get up every day has to be at the top of the list. Learning how to rise and shine, learning how to roll out of bed every day and to set something inside of my soul alight every day has probably been the most productive personal discipline I've ever known in my life. And I want to share with you what I've learned, not just from books, but from living a lot of life. I want to share with you what I've learned on how to start every day, how to start your day. This is a teaching that we should teach every new year. We should teach this every... Actually, it's something that we need to just keep learning because he awakens me. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear, to wake up every day with an ear to hear as one who would learn. Speak, Lord. I am awake now. Open my ear to hear. And so, what are your first thoughts when you wake up? What are your first feelings when you wake up? What are your first words when you wake up? If you're like me, they're not always pretty. It ain't always pretty, I'm telling you right now. My first thoughts, my first feelings, my first words. And so how you wake up matters. Because how you wake up is how you're going to get up. And how you get up is probably how you're going to go through the day. And how you go through the day is how you go through 365 of them. Which makes how you go through a year. And in all honesty, this is not a rah-rah, you know, go get them, sick them message. No, this is kind of a reality message because sometimes, if you're like me, you awaken to a sense of distress. And if you're like me, sometimes you wake up to doubt and disappointment. Not every day is there... You know, I mean, I, about 10 years ago, the American authors wrote a song, Today's Going to Be the Best Day of My Life. 10 years later, I'm still singing that song. Do you like that song? Would you like me to sing it for you? Rhonda, Rhonda, come up here and help me sing that song. You know, it's a great way to sing. It's a great way to sing a song. But I can tell you, it's not how I always wake up. And some days are darker and some days are, you know, harder. They're harder. It's called life. But I try, I try personally, and, and this might be a little different for you, but I personally try to get up early. I find early is better for me. I find, you know, not, not so late night and more early morning is the best go for me. So I try to get up early in the morning. But there are many mornings in my life to this day when I just wake up with some sense of foreboding. Or some sense of a, a spirit of heaviness. And I'm not even sure why. Did I dream heavy? Or is there something going on? Oh, that's right. There's a certain circumstance or situation uh, going on. And many times I wake up and I don't feel good. And I don't feel God. But just because I wake up that way doesn't mean that my whole day has to go that way. Yeah. It doesn't mean that that's how I have to live just because I woke up that way. It doesn't mean I have to walk out the door that way. It doesn't mean that my wife has to be married to me all day that way. I may wake up feeling bad. Do you ever do that? I may wake up feeling burdened. Do you ever do that? 
I may wake up feeling bothered, but I can tell you now through many decades of being a Christ follower that when I wake up in the morning and I feel like that, I know exactly what to do. I'm not done for the day. I know exactly what to do. I know precisely where to go. And I want to show you this New Year's Eve how to wake up in the morning. And I want to show you how to wake up the morning. And not just wake up in the morning. And this is what we read about King David. King David said in Psalm 108 in verse 2, you know, you, you might say, oh, this is so arrogant. Think of the arrogance of this guy. No, no, this is so cool. Think of how cool this guy is. Listen to this. I will awaken the dawn. You know, he doesn't say, I will wake up in the morning. He says, I will awaken the morning. It doesn't make any difference. And this is the God's truth. I say this with my heart bowed before you. It doesn't make any difference how I wake up. It doesn't matter. It's how I get up, how I stand up, how I look up, how I end up after I wake up. Because I do not let how I wake up set the course of my day. That is not the compass. That is not where I'm going all day today. No, we can set our compass every day no matter how we wake up. And what we say in the morning, what we see in the morning, what we do in the morning, it becomes the foundation for the rest of the day. And the rest of the day becomes the foundation for the next week, month, and year. So I want to show you how to lay the groundwork and how to set the course for your day. I want to show you how to wake up the morning as well as how to wake up in the morning. And I want to show you what I have learned for many decades in my Christian life. I want to teach you the five skills that help me to live my Christian faith with some semblance of consistency and passion and victory. And I want to set you up with these thoughts that the Lord has given in my heart and in my life. I want to set you up to win every day in your life, in your, in your Christian walk, in your marriage, in your business, in your work, with your children, with your family. And I, I kind of am going to make a bold promise, a bold promise today. And that is, if you'll just do one of these, you'll have a full day. But if you'll do two of these, you'll have a full and fruitful day. But if you'll do three of these, you'll have a full and fruitful and flourishing day. But if you'll do four or all five, you can add fantastic fun and fabulous in there for the rest of your day as well. So reach your hand out towards me now after making that big, bold statement and pray that I'm not a liar in Jesus' name. Father, thank you for your word. Your word is a lamp unto our feet. It is a light unto our path. Show us, Lord, how to turn that light on every day, how to wake up every morning and light that switch and light that fire. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So number one. You have to renew your mind. First and foremost, no matter what you feel, no matter what you dreamt, no matter what you ate just before you went to bed, first and foremost, you have to see yourself as a new 
creature in Jesus Christ. You have to wake up every day to the new creation reality that is yours as a child of God and as someone who has been born of the Spirit and someone who has been born again. Born again, not just born. You don't wake up every morning and feel like you would feel if you've just been born. You wake up every morning and you, remi- you renew your mind in the new creation reality of 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. Now, come on. You're going to have to awake. Rise and shine. Rise. You know, you have to do that. You have to rise. You have to shine. And I want to show you how to do that. Therefore, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, if anyone is in Christ, anyone here this morning, In Christ, anyone online watching us today, in Christ, I know that that's us. If anyone is in Christ, he is. He is. This is just a reality. He is a new creation. She is. She is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You need to wake up every morning, open your eyes, and introduce yourself every day to the new creation that you are in Jesus Christ. No matter if you have indigestion or a headache or or, or it was a a rough night. Whatever life happens, we're not in heaven. Life happens, trouble happens, burdens happen. But you need to introduce yourself every day to the new creature that you are in Jesus Christ. Renew your mind. You need to establish your identity before you start your day. You need to tell yourself every day, The new me is everything God created me to be, and everything I've ever wanted to be, I am in the new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, all things have become new. You don't ask yourself if you feel that's true. You tell yourself the reality of that truth based on Scripture. Get up every day with the knowledge that you have passed from death unto life and decree who you are in Jesus Christ. Don't ask yourself how you feel. Tell yourself who you are in Christ Jesus. I'm going to say that again. Don't ask yourself how you feel. Tell yourself who you are in Jesus Christ as a new creation. There will be no identity crisis in my life today. I am not conflicted in my identity. I wake up in the morning and I know I am a new creation in Jesus Christ. You need to know who's getting up this morning and who's getting ready to walk out that door. And it's not the old you. Come on, Roger. It's the new you who you are in Jesus Christ, my brother. You can get up and run around the room if you want to. And I know you might too. You just might. Listen to me, family. Please hear me. Your emotions and your hormones are not the true test of you. Your emotions and your hormones are not the true test of who you are when you get up. But the eternal, unshakable, rock-solid word of God is the true test of who you are in Jesus Christ. Lift up God's word in your mind. You need to let God's word become the mirror, the mirror that reflects back to you the truth of who you are in Christ Jesus. Now, my least favorite thing to do when I get up in the morning is look in the mirror. You might be a little different from me, 
But that's, I know I'm going to have to, before the day's over, I'm going to have to stand in front of the mirror. And that is my least favorite thing to do in the morning. But when the mirror that I'm looking into that reflects back to me who I am in Jesus Christ, that mirror in the scripture is called the word of God. And it reflects back to us the image of Christ. And when you look in that mirror, what you see will determine what you'll be all day long. Begin each day with the image of a brand new creation that is before your eyes. And it's not what you have done, it's what he has done. It's not what you, you know, have worked out, it's what he worked out on the cross. And it is a reality Renew your mind. Renew your mind. Don't wake up to the old mind and the old way, the old you, the old person. No, the new creation in Jesus Christ. Wake up every morning and see yourself, as Romans 6.11 says, I am dead unto sin and I am alive unto God in Jesus Christ. Wake up every morning and see yourself. According to Ephesians 1.3, I am blessed today with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You need to renew your mind. You need to wake up every morning. And according to Ephesians 2, 6, you need to see that today I am seated together with Christ in heavenly places. You need to renew your mind. You need to take the, the verse of 2 Corinthians 5, 21, wake up and say, oh, I am the righteousness of God in Jesus Christ. I didn't do that for me. He did it for me. He did it for me. You need to wake up every morning. Romans 5.17, I reign in life through Jesus Christ today. Or Romans 8.37, I am more than a conqueror. I can barely get my feet on the floor. But the Bible says I am more than a conqueror through Christ who strengthens me. You know, I read an interesting statistic that said identity theft has affected 33% of all Americans. One in three Americans have had their identity stolen from them. Identity theft is the devil's daily domain. And he wants to steal your identity before breakfast. Learn to master this skill. Renew. Renew your mind. How are we doing so far? How many know if you'll just do that one thing, you'll have a better day? But there's more. Number two, retell your love. Retell your love. Tell someone you love them. Tell them again. Tell them again. Begin every day with the power of love on the tip of your tongue. I love, I love you, I love you, I love you. Say I love you often, say it early, say it frequently, say it repeatedly, say it repetitively, say it habitually, say it consistently, say it and oversay it. Has anybody ever oversaid it? I don't think so. And tomorrow, we all know this is true, but tomorrow is too late to tell someone that you love them. Do it today and make it Part the, make it part of the first part of your day. Start your day expressing your love. And it's truly part of who you are in the new creation. Every one of you have the power to love above your pay grade. 
because you love with love from above. And you can love even the frustrating and the, and the difficult and, and all of that. Retell your love. Retell your love. 1 Corinthians 13, 13. And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest is love. Express love. Love. Retell your love. Repeat it. Restate it. Reiterate it. Tell him every day. Tell her every day. Tell them every day. Wake up every day speaking the language of love. Speak this vernacular every morning. I love you. I love you. Talk love talk. Talk love. Talk love. Get fluent. Get fluent in the dialect of love and kindness and gentleness and tenderness. Make love your native tongue. 1 Corinthians 16, 14 says, Do everything in love. Retell your love. Wake up tomorrow morning. Renew your mind and retell your love. The Apostle John said in 1 John chapter 4, Verse 7 and 8, he said, My beloved friends, let us continue to love each other since love comes from God. Everyone who loves is born from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and experiences a relationship with God. The person who refuses to love doesn't know the first thing about God. He may know the first thing about church. He may know the first thing about religion. But he doesn't know the first thing about God because God is love. So you can't know him if you don't love her or them or him. Retell your love. Come on, man. Call someone, SMS someone, send a note, Zoom someone, email someone. Start the day with something to say. You have something to say, and here's what it is. I love you. I love you. I'm going to tell you right now what you already know, but your kids are going to grow up and leave faster than you think. I didn't get an amen, but I still know it's true. Some are saying, oh, me, not fast enough. Trust me. When it's done, you'll look back and go, that was too fast. Am I right, Neil? That was just too fast. I was busy serving God, busy pioneering a church with my wife, and I turned around, and they were already grown up. Dang. Your kids are going to grow up and leave. Tell them every day that you love them. And then even after they leave, tell them you love them even more. They won't, re- they won't misinterpret that. I love you even more than you, now that you're gone. No, that, <laughs> no, they, won't, they won't misinterpret that. And then when you start bringing, when they start bringing their babies home, oh, come on, somebody. Hey. <laughs> you need to let them know before they go out the door every single day, I love you. You're loved. You're loved. Whether or not the world loves you, don't let that be a big deal. Whether or not all those, you know, TikTokers and talk tickers and super dupers and... <laughs> Whatever, whether they love you or not, this is what matters. I mean, they're all digital anyway. This is me with my heart, and these are my words. I love you. You are loved. You are loved. Every husband ought to tell his wife every day that he loves her, and he needs to look her in the eye and say, and I am a one-woman man. Tell someone you love them. So renew what? Renew your mind. Retell 
your love. Number three, how are we doing so far? Number three, recall your purpose. Because you need to get up with a reason. You need to get up with a why. It's the why that causes us to be able to endure anything, right? Thirdly, set the course of your day by answering the question, why am I here? Why am I here? And Ephesians 2.10 says, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so that I can get up today, watch this, so that we can do good things all day long, good things, good things that he planned for us to do a long, long time ago. You and I were created and designed not just to be good. We are in Christ Jesus. That, that goodness comes from him. But to do good, to do good things. You're alive today to serve, to bless, to share, to lift, to help, to give, and to get over yourself. What is my purpose? My purpose today is to make someone's load lighter and someone's world brighter. That's your purpose. It's not about me. It's not about what she can do for me, what you can do for me, what everyone else can do for me. No, my purpose is to be a blessing. My purpose isn't just to be blessed. My purpose isn't just to have good. My purpose is to do good, to do good. My job today is the good works that God planned for me before I was even born. Begin every day with a sense of purpose, with a sense of destiny. Answer the question before you get going, why am I here? I'm here to help someone today. Remind yourself every day, it's not about you. It's not about you. How many think those are powerful words? How many think if I can lay hold of that, Jack, Stephen, Haynes, it's not about you, mate. Oh, in some ways, it's a you know, slap upside the head. But in other ways, it's such a refreshing truth and revelation to my soul. It's not about you. It's about the good you can do for someone else. Others. Others. Paul said in 1 Timothy 6 and verse 18, that we, they are, we are, we are to do good. We are to be rich in good works. We are to be generous today and ready to share and ready to help. So I'm talking about how to start your day. I'm talking today about a renewing. A renewing. What do I mean when I say renew? What is it that you renew? This is an open book test. Renew. Retell. And recall. Number four. Recount your blessings. Count them again. Count them again. You haven't counted them enough. You didn't get the number right the first time. Recount it. Recount it. You, no, you didn't get them all. You didn't get them all. Recognize, come on, how blessed your life is. Recognize how blessed. You know, I love, I love the, song, the old hymn that we sang this morning. You know, uh, how many are loving some of these old hymns that, uh, that Nathan has us singing on, on Sunday mornings? I love them. And uh, for those of us who used to sing them, they bring back uh, great memories. But for those who have never sang them, they begin to set a Christian heritage for you 
uh, just like they did for us many, many years ago. But in 1897, Johnson Oatman wrote these famous words, and some of you could sing these. When upon life's billows you are tempest-tossed, when you are discouraged thinking all is lost, count your many blessings, name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord has done. Start your day counting your blessings. Recount. Recount. Psalm 68 and verse 19. Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits, the God of our salvation. Man, I've seen, so many trucks have been up and down, so many vans have been up and down our street this Christmas season, and they open that door, and out come blessings. They, my neighbor, some, that one's coming to us. Oh, this one's from me. This one. and, they're, and they're just like loads of buses, loads of vans with lots of blessing. Well, listen to this. Blessed be the Lord who daily pulls up his Amazon, no, it's not Amazon, who daily loads us with benefits, the God of our salvation. And I just tell you the truth. Every morning, there is a delivery truck pulled up outside the door of your heart and outside the dock of your life. And every day, it's unloading more and more of the blessing and benefits of God. I read a study that said 2% of the world's population owns 50% of its goods. Two out of every hundred people possess half of all the world's wealth. Newsflash, you are one of the two. I am one of the two who owns half of all the world's goods. Recount your blessings. You didn't get the number right. You didn't get it right. You need to count again. Recount your blessings. And can I just say, not just the blessing of things, but the blessings of people. The precious people that you love, the precious people that make your life and your world so rich. I don't measure my, and I'm sure you would agree with me, we don't measure our riches by account numbers, we measure our riches by the relationships that we have in our life. One of the thing that, things that makes church such a blessing is the wealth of relationship that we have in a church family. Recount your blessings. So, let's try it again. Renew your... Retell your... Recall your... Recount your... I'll have the team come as I move now to my fifth point, and that is rejoice in the Lord. So finally, what I'm talking about here is start your day, as Reg encouraged us this morning, with thanksgiving and with gratitude and with praise. We read in Hebrews 13 and verse 15, Therefore, by him, we're talking about the Lord Jesus. Therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Now, I cannot begin to tell you the breakthrough in my own life when I learn 
to stop complaining to God about what I didn't have and begin thanking God for what I do have. The American author Melody Beattie said this, Gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. She said, it turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos to order, confusion to clarity. It can turn a meal into a feast, a house into a home, and a stranger into a friend. Gratitude makes sense of our past, brings peace to our presence, and creates a vision for tomorrow. A gratitude. Let gratitude to God for all his blessings flow daily from your lips. And I know you would agree with me. Gratitude, not wealth and lands and holidays, as wonderful as those things are, but gratitude is the key to joy and happiness and commitment. Gratitude. And what's helped me also is to realize that all the good things in my life, so many good things, all the successes that, the parts of my life that maybe we would, I would look at and say that's successful, it's a result of God and a lot of other people who wanted me to be successful. And I think that's true for you. The successes in your life are the result of God and other people who have wanted you to succeed. Gratitude. Gratitude. And can I say this about gratitude? A grateful person is an attractive person. You know, every now and then you meet someone and they just sort of put you off. You don't want to be unkind. You'll, you'll, you'll be polite and stuff. But when you walk away, you say, I don't know what there was about that guy. I don't know what there was about that girl. But she just kind of put me off. She, you know, can I tell you the opposite of that? A grateful person is always attractive. People are always attracted to a grateful person. And people are not so attractive to some ungrateful, it's all about me, person. A grateful person is an attractive person. So, every day, starting tomorrow, tell yourself who you are. Tell someone else you love them. Tell the day why you were here. Tell your doubts how many blessings you have. And tell God how grateful you are. Every morning, answer these five questions. Who am I? Who do I love? Why am I here? What do I have? And how am I grateful? Before you get out of bed, before the roaring lion, before the enemy, before the thief who has come to steal, kill, and destroy, the thief, the thief, he wants your identity, he wants your loved ones, he wants your purpose, he wants your blessings, he wants your gratitude. Before the thief begins to roar, before the lion begins to roar, you need to roar first. You need to go first. And every day, you need to renew your mind. Renew your mind. You need to retell your love. You need to recall your purpose. You need to recount your blessings. And you need to rejoice in the Lord. Would you stand with me, please? I believe, and I have in my own life 
whether I was preaching this sermon today or not, this is what I would still be doing in the morning because it's what I was doing this morning and what I have been doing for mornings through years. I believe these five skills will launch your every morning into a brighter day, a brighter day. We read in Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 18, but the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn, which shines brighter and brighter unto a full day. The path of the righteous, the righteous wakes up in the morning and starts a fire, opens his ear, opens her ear, and from that light of dawn, that first beginning of dawn, where she renews her mind, where she retells her love, where she recalls her purpose, where she recounts her blessings, where she rejoices in the Lord. From that bed moment, early morning, her light begins to grow brighter and brighter unto a full day. Another translation says it this way, and I close. Their way shines brighter and brighter until they bring forth the perfect day. And that's kind of what we're talking about, how to bring forth the perfect day. Mitch is going to come in a moment, but let me pray. Heavenly Father, what a privilege and an honor and a joy to be a part of this family. Carol and I truly cannot count all the blessings that are ours as we continue, Lord, to lead this church with our great team. We're blessed beyond words. We're grateful. I pray today, Father, that you would help each of us to equip ourselves so that we can rise and shine. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. Not roll out of bed and wish we were dead, but we can rise and shine. Rise and shine. And we would see ourselves, we would see ourselves, Lord, as a new creation every day. And we would speak that love out to other people and declare that I am alive today to bless others and also keep counting all the blessings that belong to me. And Lord, to live every day rejoicing in you. I bless this family. I bless our church family today in Jesus' name. Amen.